This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Great to have you in a Monday edition. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're presented by Currency. For all your equipment financing needs, go Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbal. And you, numbers to get in, 489-1240, 489-1240. You can email the show, Chris, at HaleVarsity.com. And always submit your thoughts, questions, feedback, reaction on the Hale Varsity YouTube channel. You can watch the show there. Also follow along, Hale Varsity Radio, at HVarsity Radio on Twitter. Do it that way if you want to submit things, KFOR, Facebook, and Twitter as well. You can find Elijah on Twitter at Herbal Essence for Elijah Herbal and at Schmidt underscore radio. Weekend was good, bad, or ugly, Elijah. How was it? Did you brace for the week of heat? It is gross outside. Many of you are bemoaning it because either you're coaching your little ones with youth football or you remember those dog days of camp. Nebraska having their off day uh, with uh, day one of school with classes starting back at Nebraska. And they got to have a little breakfast and enjoy the new digs. The new facilities look absolutely incredible. Husker football dropping that on Twitter a little earlier today. Super impressive. And then, uh, of course, you've got all of the amenities there to make you happy and healthy and presumably go get wins on Saturday. Yeah, uh, the facility's beautiful. My weekend was beautiful. Uh, I mean, what more could you ask for? I, I uh, got to watch Tottenham Hotspur, favorite soccer team. They got the win over Manchester United on Saturday. Uh, then we got to watch UFC Saturday night. Sean O'Malley out of nowhere to take the uh, the belt over Al Jermaine Sterling. That was awesome. And then on Sunday, got some breakfast with my family, did a little shopping, and then uh, refreshed the fall wardrobe, and then capped it all off with my, <laughs> my dad calling me, or I guess texting me on Sunday afternoon, uh, about a tree that fell by his house, and he's like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna go cut it up and, and haul it for free firewood." You want to do some chainsawing? Oh no, he got to do all the chainsawing. I got to do all the hauling. I got to do oh. the picking up of logs and putting them in the back of his truck for this tree that was probably damn near a hundred years old. So it's just heavy as so all. So a moment of out. silence for the tree, though. Yeah, the tree's seen a, a whole bunch. It it got a little rotten on the bottom, kind of fell into the street and blocked all the traffic. So we're gonna do our good deed of the day. We're gonna take our free firewood and open up the traffic and. Uh, we, so you moved. So you did some some city maintenance work. Yeah, here's the thing. Uh, we get to the end, and it was so hot and humid yesterday that we're so tired at the end uh, that we said, "Screw it, the city can o- reopen the rest of the street. We got the firewood that we need." Oh wow! <laughs> so you, uh, you you tapped out just a touch, just a touch. But we got all the firewood that we'll need for this winter into the summer. All the camping firewood I'll need. It was a it was a hard day's work, but we got it done. And uh, I think that's. 
that's a, a good metaphor for fall camp as well. A hard day's work, but you get it done, and you're 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 better for it in the end. It, it makes you better. It makes you more uh, strong and uh, able to persevere. Uh, you'll need it this week with uh, all the uh, the temps being what they are. So I took Junior to eat Chinese before we get into football. And in typical fashion, instead of ordering just one entree to split, we now have two to-go boxes in the fridge because of just the sheer amount. Mm. Been looking for a good Chinese joint. We found it, kind of stumbled upon it not far, and it's really in the location of our old favorite Chinese joint. So, yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. But it, that is still with me even today where I just tried to match how much food a 16-year-old can take down. Usually I'm, I'm all right with that. And, uh, yeah, it's, it's, been, uh, it's been treadmill and more treadmill time. See, and I'm, I'm trying to go through my Rolodex of Chinese places in town because you and I are both enthusiasts of sort of, we love of takeout Chinese food. And in terms of portions that you can't finish, I assume for a reasonable price, yeah, I mean, it wasn't. I took him and, and and his little friend Emma and the the soup. I we're we're nuts, <laughs> but we order hot and sour soup when it's eighty seven percent humidity outside yesterday, mm-hmm. and it's still awesome because hot and sour soup's the best thing ever. But they bring you a giant vat of it. It's not individual soup bowls. So I've got hot and sour soup. I still got to take that. I think I know which place you're talking I, yeah. about. We, we can discuss off air, but I sure. think I know which place you're talking about because it's, it's up there on my list. It, and it's I, I judge, okay, how well does a place do a hamburger? Uh, how good is a place is special? And for me, Junior's like, how good are the egg rolls? Well, egg rolls were on point, he says. Mm. I didn't I didn't get my hands in there with those two because those those are all theirs, right? Uh, and, and the hot and sour soup's how I judge. Oh, it's hot and sour for you. For me, it's both chicken lo mein or sweet and sour chicken. Okay, well done. Four eight nine twelve forty. If you're calling to say get the hell into football talk, we're we're working on that. Get to some emails as well. Some leftover emails from the weekend edition show. Uh, we appreciate everyone uh, submitting and chiming in on that. But uh, going to start off, and we'll have some comments from from Matt Rule. Hey, Schmidt, before as well. we get there, we have Kindle on the line. Want to talk some Chinese food? Kendall, thank you for hey. your input. Uh, what do you got? Got a great recommendation. Great family, great food, very clean kitchen. It's Chopsticks on A Street, uh, kind of near the venue. And yeah, the yeah, 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 Clock Tower. Right? Near, near the oh, top of my man. list. Okay. Fresh food, fresh food, lots of it, uh, good price, and, and great people. Hey, Kendall, thanks, man. We should just deem, we should deem a segment free shout out Monday. <laughs> Kendall, Kendall, Pers- I've had chopsticks before, and it's it's good, really good. It's 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 in my Lincoln top three. Chopsticks is so free shout out Monday. There we go. Yeah, we we didn't say it, but because we have a caller, and we'll say it. No, that's fine. That's this, fine. This is become a segment now where local businesses are going to call in. Yeah, those guys over at. Elijah's got a, a form for you to sign for a six-month guarantee. <laughs> once we get the, uh, the digital signature, shout out away, right? Uh, once, you, once you sign the business contract. But no, just like uh, full disclosure, uh, Matt's like General Tao Chicken. General Tso's. General Tso's Chicken. Is it Zo? Yeah, General Tso. Okay, I thought it was Tao. 
I don't know where I get towel out of that. Forgive me. I know I didn't take but, pennies in high school. Me neither. Uh, Matthew's like, okay, the the general's chicken is the measuring stick. Agreed. That's fair. For me, I'm I'm an orange chicken guy, and the old place we used to go used to be on O Street, and then it used to be. Uh, in Alamo Center was Vincent's Hunan's, Hassan Hunan's. Mm. Then there was one over there on, on uh, I think he had three locations. He had one on kind of over by Westland. And I've not, uh, I need uh, Omaha recommendations for when we roadie up that way as well because we like, we like Chinese food. One final thought on this. Are you team egg roll or team crab rangoon? Oh, uh, it's always, I eat both. Of course, of course. And, and, and it's then, deep fried goodness. As, I'm not going to turn them down. As a, as a kid, it was always the egg roll with gallons of the, the sweet sauce. Yep, yep. Until dad made me try the mustard sauce one time. It was a 4240 to the can. <laughs> okay. Uh, and then I, then I grew up and I shifted to crab rangoon. You know, I'm with you. I'm not going to turn either down, but I'm the same. Growing up, it was always the egg roll. And then I got a little older and that cream cheese yes. filling <laughs> inside the crab rangoon. Oh, it's Boy. so good. Yeah. And, and Junior's like, hey, old man, you're not going to like these. They're mine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Junior. Duly noted. So pretty interesting stuff from Joel Klatt. We'll have to ask Joel when we talk to him. Colorado week, what, um, where he likes to eat Chinese in, in Boulder. <laughs> All right, we'll just tie this in, 489-1240. But Joel Klatt weighs in on Nebraska. Klatt's got his own podcast. Klatt's kind of your face of college football, for sure, with Fox, with Big Noon, him and Gus. And they'll be on the call for Boulder. Um, but Klatt dove in to Nebraska. And you've got a, a little bit of a comparison with Nebraska and CU and both programs, very proud. Nebraska clearly with more history, but Colorado, you know, about two and a half decades removed from uh, dominance or at least excellence in, in Nebraska, not far removed from that same era. It was always the big game of the year in the Big 8 or the Big 12, specifically the North. And after boatloads of coaching changes, both teams find themselves uh, shaken and stirred a little bit, but Colorado's on another coach, and they're off a one in eleven season. So we talk about resurrection, and uh, you have this respectable national level. I think the the aim and expectation for Nebraska, first and foremost, is to always be a top twenty five program, right? Be what Wisconsin has been, at least ranked be what Iowa's been for more years than not. It's not that Iowa doesn't have a down year. It's not that you can't have a down year in college football because programs have had them. USC's had an underwhelming, underachieving year. Texas has had a, a slew of them despite their recruiting rankings. Florida has been off uh, since they, they keep ejecting coaches. Florida State seems to have stabilized a little bit. Miami's on another coach. But think of these name and mainstay programs, guys. And and Nebraska is is one of them. But, I mean, we're talking about 10 years. 10 years since a top 25 finish. Uh, 10 straight years outside that top 25. And with Nebraska, uh, you look at, at the cultural part. That, to me, is what... Matt Rule, Elijah, has identified and absolutely attacked. And he is, first and foremost, trying to build confidence. But the way they're building confidence isn't just through the words. It's through the actions of how we're going to practice. 
and I'm not part of the football team, but I'm, I'm imagining a quote from Rule saying, here's how we're going to practice. And, and that is going to get you ready so you're a good tackling football team. That's going to get you ready so you're good at running the football on third and short. That's going to get you ready uh, when it comes to covering a kick late in the fourth quarter game in East Lansing and not get okey-doked with uh, double safeties back for a punt return. It's the, it's the detail and then the, the drilling of said detail. It's the fundamentals, and it's the reps you're going to keep and continually get if you're Nebraska, first through fifth team. So you're ready. The, the depth question, you just kind of end up plugging and playing. And you know what? It, it runs itself because of this culture. And with Nebraska, you just did not have, with the last two staffs, I'm going to go dual here, uh, the accountability portion of it. Some guys were accountable to themselves. Some guys were accountable to their teammates. But if you bet on the fact that the majority of your football team is Amir Abdullah, where you're self-motivated, that's, that's a long shot bet with 18 to 22-year-olds. Instead, be hands-on, have a plan, and communicate and connect with your kids. You do that. And then they see it work. You got to have that moment to see it work. And then things can get stabilized. All right. But with Nebraska right now, you look at uh, the, 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 the choice A or the choice B, the instant success or the slow grind. Nebraska could have instant success with what they've done in the portal. They could have a really, wow, where the hell did that come from season one? I don't think we're all betting on it just because of history and really honestly where Nebraska's at despite a more manageable schedule this year. It's still not easy. Uh, the, the slow grind is going to be the slow and steady that wins the race. And that's to me why I think uh, when we talk about uh, the, the monumental task for, for Nebraska and Matt Rule, Joe Klatt touches on in his podcast, yeah, it, it's, it, it could take some time. And I think as a Nebraska fan – you're not you want it now. I totally get it, but you understand it can't always happen that quick. It can't be Urban Meyer quick all the time just because of the situation you're walking into. Well, when you talk about the situation you're walking into, Schmidt, I'm going to go back to the Chinese food analogy. Right now, Nebraska is a bowl of steamed rice with way too much Chinese mustard on top. That, that's what they are right now. Like, you got, you got a base, you got some good ingredients, but it's not a meal right now because the, the mustard's overpowering everything and the rice is a little bland. It's not that great. The question is, in year one, in my opinion, can you become fried rice? You know what I'm talking about. Can you <laughs> sure. add in some, some veggies, some carrots, some peas, get a little, a little chicken in there? The egg would be fantastic. Give me some soy sauce, baby. Well, the soy sauce and then the, yeah, you have the whole sauce, the oyster sauce. I think there's some mirin in there. You fry it all up. And we can all sit here and accept the fact that fried rice probably not a meal you want to eat if you're going out for takeout Chinese. Is it fine? Sure. Do I want an entire bowl of fried rice as an entire meal? I can make it work. I'd like to have some other ingredients in you there. You need some protein. But the simple fact of the matter is it's 4.30. Mealtime's coming up at 5. I'm not sure you got time to make, you know, sweet and sour chicken, orange chicken, lo mein, all the soups. Like, Can you make what you got good? That's what I'm saying. That's exactly what I'm saying with the fried rice thing is you have some base ingredients right now. You've added some freshmen into the mix that you think are going to you know, uh, take some seasoning. You like that food analogy again? Take some seasoning, get better as the year goes on. They fry up with the rice. And then 
uh, as the years go on, you bring in some recruits. You bring in your 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 chicken, your orange sauce. You bring in your your crab rangoon, your egg rolls, and that's where Michigan and Ohio State are right now. They're a complete meal. That's why they're college football playoff contenders every single year. Right now, you're just trying to take that first step towards a complete meal. Take that steam rice, make it. You're trying not rice. to blow up the kitchen, <laughs> <laughs> or you're trying to put the fire out. Uh, someone get Elijah some vending machine stuff uh, so we can stay on topic. Uh, appreciate that, Rule Aid. Thanks for, for chiming in. Uh, you have Jeff who says Nebraska needs to get uh, six wins. Where we get them, I don't care. <laughs> but we need six. Uh, six would be nice. And we'll see if Nebraska. You know what I'm excited about, though? I'm excited about seeing the team play hard, play well, get some of those coin flip wins. Don't expect them all to happen. That's truly a special season. I go back to Iowa's 2015 run in their way to the the Big Ten championship game, and that happened uh, because of their 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 ability to win close ball games. We'll have some thoughts with Coach McBride less than an hour away on Hale Varsity. And now, and now back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, Tail Varsity. We're having a lot of Chinese uh, phone calls, either suggestions or where did you go? Uh, again, uh, no free shout-outs on Monday, but uh, you can talk to us off air. Uh, appreciate our friends uh, chiming in here on the, uh, the Go Big Redcast, incredible podcast with your friends at Herdat. They say, if you need a team to sample every Chinese restaurant in Lincoln and report back, we're there for you. <laughs> Not without us. You better bring us on the tour. We got to do the Omaha and Lincoln tour. We got we got to get some some Omaha input as well. This sounds like a, a whole thing. <clears throat> something we can do all spring long. We'll have a different road show from a different Chinese spot in town. I think that takes a back seat, quite frankly. To I want to go to every small town bar in Nebraska that Ooh. has a big red flag or Coors Light or Budweiser. We'll, we'll stick Connor in the studio. I'll go hit a Chinese spot. You go I'll hit go a go small bar. town bar, and we'll all come back together. <laughs> that would be my 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 dream summer roadie. Bring the golf clubs and uh, the small-town Nebraska bars. I think that'd be incredible. I'm in. Could do it. Charlie McBride with us here in about a half hour. Jay Moore with us, the Black Shirt Hour. Cutter chimes in. Don't you think the football gods will bless us? We've been through the ringer the last decade. If there was a year where things went our way, it could be this one. Law of averages is on our side. You know what, Cutter? Nebraska's had the the mother of Murphy Murphy's Law seasons. It seems like every year, what can go bad has gone bad, and the the blessing is Nebraska's been able to at least try and reset. They've had the fundage and the support. And the, the the booster input financially to fire and hire. I mean, think if you're a college football program that's broke. Think if you're a university athletic department that is hemorrhaging money. Okay, because most aren't self-sustaining. Nebraska has been able to make money, raise money, spend money, and a lot of that is thanks to the the Big Ten, right? So. Uh, because it's not been college football playoff paydays, it's not been Big Ten championship paydays, Nebraska has earned their money, at least because of some of the, I mean, 
listen, Nebraska's been in some helmet games. Some have been tight. Some have been laughable. The point is, is people have watched. So at least Nebraska's anteed up that way and and, and brought value that way. Mm-hmm. You brought value. Now can you bring some extra value on the field? Heard Izzle chimes in saying, let's not forget this. Solich curse was broken. Cue the fortune cookies. And, <laughs> and, and when it comes to the law of averages from That's Cutter, funny. the the Solich curse being broken, something that the past five years of watching Nebraska has taught me is that there is luck in the game of football, but you make your own luck. You got to make your own breaks. Yeah. Don't fumble it. Don't have a penalty. Don't turn it over. Don't, uh, don't, don't get annihilated because you've whiffed on either development or recruiting. Mm-hmm. It's one thing when the bouncing ball happens to bounce your way. It's another thing whenever you've put the ball on the or the the, the ball on the ground four different times to give yourself four opportunities for the ball to bounce your way or, or the opposition's way. There's an element to making your own luck in football, and yes, it's there. Sometimes it's referee. Sometimes it's a bouncing ball. Sometimes it's. I don't know, a a rainstorm rolling through on the right time whenever you're playing Maryland and now they can't throw the football. There's luck in the game of football, but at the end of the day, you do make your own luck. Cue up November blizzard is what what Elijah's saying. Todd emails in, you can be a solid fundamental and still be outmatched in most games. Uh, Todd is not a fan, and Todd, I've got to edit this for radio. Uh, He says egg rolls and sushi are, are not good. This is how we'll, we'll say it. What an edit. <laughs> well, okay. Um, no, no, no. That's a fair edit. Okay. You, you, you've done well enough. I just think it's uh-huh. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> well, uh, the other part, uh, Todd is not done talking Chinese. Who just eats fried ra- rice and you add two helpings of chicken to it or beef and broccoli or both and enjoy the soy sauce? It's a staple. Again, Todd, thanks for your input. Periods would be would be helpful. Well, and, and you would hope that the guys that Matt Rule and company are bringing in the class of 2024 are going to be your sirloin steak so you can make some broccoli beef, or it's going to be your, your chicken cut so you can make the fried chicken with a little orange sauce on the side. That's the thing is what Nebraska added via transfer portal and via these first-year freshmen. It's, it's what you got to throw together. It's what you got to find in the kitchen. You don't have time to go to the store whenever you're a first-year head coach. Like, you found some veggies. That's why I went for the fried rice analogy. Like, you can find that, you can make that pretty quickly, and you can make your rice. You can elevate it and take it somewhere it hasn't been just yet. But the question is, is, is with that other stuff, is, is how long is it going to take you to, to go to the store and grab those ingredients and get them ready to go? There's going to be an uncanny run on Chinese takeout tonight in Lincoln and <laughs> Omaha. And We've done our part. Central Nebraska, 489-1240. Uh, Moonbot, we were talking small-town bars in Nebraska. The uh, the Hale Varsity radio show tour hope to hope to tour, uh, Moonbot part of free re shout out Monday says, uh, hit up uh, Toots Bar and Grill in Chapel on your on your way back from the Colorado game. Uh, dear friend Joelster uh, grew up in Chapel. I I need to talk to him about that. Uh, I I would like to hit. Uh, a a bar or two or several in western Nebraska on the way back. I am working on securing a ride back from one Elijah Herbal. Crew uh, says uh, let's hit the uh, the Denton Daily Double. Yep, that was a staple, big time Never for been. for when Junior played uh, baseball and had practice on Sundays uh, when he was young in his baseball career. Matt chimes in with UCLA talking about self-sustaining athletic departments. UCLA's $100 million in the hole. That is no good. Uh, so there we have it. Who's on the line? Yeah, Pete wants to bring us back to football. All right, Pete, thanks for calling. Go ahead, bud. 
How you doing? Good. What do you know? Well, I guess in my opinion, you know, if we just cut down on some of the penalties and we just play smart football and quit turning it over in critical times, we'd probably have a winning record in the last four or five years. No, I, so I don't think. I, I think it just takes hard work. You got to be fit, more physical, and we got to cut down on penalties and turnovers. Play smart. Well, and how about having the lead, Pete? Right? I mean, think about the stress and the forcing it, and what causes some of these turnovers. Some of them are, are careless. Some of them are plays made by the defense that Nebraska's facing uh, because you're in a third and nine on a, on about every third down, and you're back to throw and. Voila, you get smacked. And, and it comes down to ball security. Pete, thanks for the phone call. Here's what I'm interested in. We, we've talked a lot about, and we'll get to rule here in about 10 minutes. We talk a lot about, you know, what, what's going on in practice. How is that prepping the guys for Saturday? And you've got a whole new devotion to it with Coach Rule, kind of in that mold of what Osborne did, where everyone's getting better, everyone's getting a rep. And you've had live practices that is going to be key because if you're a quarterback carrying the football it's been well documented between adrian and taylor right when you have the dual threat element of a nebraska offense and quarterback play with what has has gone on with fumbles right poor taylor's fumbles were were were, were leading the country and then adrian also had high turnover numbers and and that's too bad because you you win with those guys you're in it with those guys making plays and really stressing the defense but time and time again uh, they just could not take care of the football and a lot was asked of them and, and a lot of times they they delivered but too many times in some key elements in key ball games, they they didn't deliver. They delivered the wrong way, and that's with kind of a back breaking turnover. You think about that Michigan moment a couple of years ago, mm. where you're you're driving down tie ball game, and inst- you know you, the whistle should have blown. Absolutely, it didn't. Instead, you get submarined by uh, Hutchinson, and and there's a fumble, and then here's a field goal for the win for Michigan. I mean, it's it's that same moment over and over again, how you practice and prepare, how how much you've beaten up your quarterback within reason to get him ready for that moment if, God forbid, uh, there's, a, there's a blindside hit. Okay, so, so you get sacked. Instead of a strip sack fumble that Illinois returns before halftime, maybe you, you hold on to the football, and worst case is you punt it and they got to drive the field on you. You've had those worst case moments happen i think you're not saying it can't blow up on you and you can't have some disaster strike but nebraska's had a lot of disaster strike there's been way too many lightning strikes against an offense and part of that goes back to prep and and matt rule knows it matt rule knows what's happened in nebraska the past couple years you're gonna read in between the lines with what he said saturday anthony grant we have seen the talent from anthony grant on the football field. The guy's an athlete. The guy's got potential, I think, to go be an NFL back should he choose to go do so. But that's if he gets the fumbles in check. You heard it from Matt Rule on Saturday. Hey, Gabe Irvin's our RB1 because Anthony Grant is putting the ball on the ground too much. We can't trust that. And you hear it in the NFL all the time if you watch Hard Knocks or listen to any coach press conference. Ball security is job security. And and, and Matt Rule said, you know what? Like, I don't necessarily believe that that Gabe Irvin 
is more athletically gifted than Anthony Grant. I think we, we saw this shimmy. It's not we a saw talent thing. It's not a talent thing. It's You know what? Gabe Irvin runs like a Husker running back, and he doesn't put the ball on the it's ground, so he's going to be our running back one because, as we kind of laid out here, turnovers are backbreaking. They've been backbreaking for Nebraska the past couple of years. We saw it in the spring game. If Gabe Irvin's going to protect the football, that's more in line with the Matt Rule game plan, and he's going to be the guy you're going to roll with. Uh, Vic says the Chinese food analogy, Elijah, is going to be used for Elijah's Sportscaster of the Year nomination. No, he says it's not going to be used. Oh, my fault. Uh, <laughs> again, I need to read better. Forgive me. No onside kicks. That is what Cutter's wish is. The toxic battle is hit on by Rulade 757. We'll, we'll hear Coach Rule's take on that. But, yeah, you, you can't play scared, but you can't play loose either. And – uh, it just comes down to, okay, if the guy's going to fumble in practice, Anthony Grant, is he going to fumble in the game? What's our trust level like? Can he cover it up? Can he be better in the game? Can he learn from, from, from some missteps in practice? Two guys that were elite running backs at Nebraska that had fumbling problems. Can you name them? Hmm. Amon Green. Okay. Amon Green had, had fumbling problems in the NFL. That's why he got traded from Seattle. He didn't always fumble in Nebraska, but there's a couple of games. that Listen, I'm not piling Amon. He's awesome, incredible ball player. But he, he fumbled more than a lot of backs. And then my fa- one of our favorites, probably my favorite the last few years, is, is Amir Abdullah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Amir had fumbling issues, and it just was tough. Mm-hmm. And, and part of the reason I think you come back – like he did for his senior year, is to run for a buttload of yards, but also show the NFL that I can take care of the football, and he had a great senior season. Matt Rule's comments from Saturday on the way at Hale Varsity.